0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some Kingdom conversation. Now, here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, we gotta remove. No logo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Thank you Father. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord God, we bless you, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you. Good morning y'all. Hey y'all, hey. Thank you Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do I have? Oh, I do. I'm like, where's my stuff? How y'all doing this morning? Oh my goodness. Woo, he is so faithful. We are up. Oh, thank you for sharing, Sam. Thank you. i share too in just to a of course. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-mm-mm, mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Good morning, y'all. Hey. Hey, y'all shout out where you're from. Um, so we can pray over your cities. I believe in um, what we say is so significant, how we pray together as a family. Welcome to our community of believers. If you are new, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Akisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, a.k.a. my friends. My family calls me LMJ. I want you to call me LMJ. Um, Mm -hmm. I am so good to be here. We are at a new time, y'all. We are in a new season. This is season six of Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. This is the sixth year that um, I've been in ministry full time. Wow, following God, um, following God's perfect plan for me. Um, understanding who God called me to be in this season and uh, walking boldly in that, even when it feels strange, but knowing that this is what God has said about me and this is what God wants me to do means more than anything. I am sharing the devotional this morning and I hope you do the same, Um, tag your people, um call them in hey monique i see you girl i see you call them in Pin a post put it in your story uh hey um we're going to be praying over our cities real quick i'm praying god restore you i'm praying for health i'm praying for promotion um just calling your name even if you don't hear me say your name i'm just calling your name come on hamburg arkansas miss anna hampton okay Oh, wow. Magnolia, Arkansas. Come on, y'all. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I love this. Come on. Houston, Texas. Oh my God. Good morning, Riceville, Arkansas. Good morning, Riverdale, Georgia. Oh my God. Good morning, Sherwood, Arkansas. Good morning, Florissant, Missouri, Um, Little Rock, Benton, Sarasota, Florida. Come on, y'all. My God. Um I'm gonna try not to cry. Good morning, cousin Sonia uh, um good morning, um good morning, good morning, good morning, uh good morning, oh my God um oh my God, good morning um shout out to hey James Rowland, Colleen, Texas um hey North Little Rock, Arkansas is in the house today. And we are so grateful. We are YouTube Live. We are Facebook Live. We are Instagram Live. And we are grateful to be here this morning. This is your first time on the devotional. We welcome you. Welcome to our community of believers growing in grace in Jesus Christ. Good morning, Harlem, New York. Come on, y'all. Growing in grace in Jesus Christ. Later on, shouts out to parts of Africa that worship with us in the morning. Um, Pine Bluff. Shout out to Pine Bluff this morning. Um, I'm just grateful. So let's cover your cities. Father God, I thank you for every city that's represented here today. I thank you, Father God, for who you've called these cities to be. I thank you for the representatives of these cities in place and in position to stand for their city today. We stand for Charlotte, North Carolina today. We we stand for North Little Rock today. We stand for Pine Bluff today. We stand for Little Rock today. We stand for Killeen. We stand for Austin. Uh, We stand, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for San Antonio and Irving, Texas, Lord God. We stand, um, Father God, for North Hollywood. We stand this morning, Lord God, for my cousins in Riverside. We stand for my cousins in Bakersfield. We stand this morning, Lord God, for uh, Jackson, Mississippi this morning. We stand this morning boldly and bravely, Father God. We thank you and cover our cities this morning in prayer and in the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for your grace and your angels Um, that are encamped around our cities today. And we thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against our cities, our neighborhood, our state, and our nation shall prosper. And we thank you, Father God, that we stand on one accord, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that we stand for Lithonia, Georgia, and Atlanta, Georgia, and Memphis, Tennessee, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for your glory being revealed in our cities to this day. I thank you, Father God, that you are raising up godly leadership, Lord God. And if there are those of us that are supposed To be in position in city council and in places in our cities, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that we are answering that call and that we're getting in position. We stand this morning with Lithonia, Georgia. We stand this morning with Fayetteville, North Carolina, Lord God. And we just thank you that your power and your glory is being demonstrated in those cities. We thank you for restoring broken cities. We thank you for your hands of protection being seen in the cities. We thank you, Lord God, that you're. um, drying up the drug usage in cities and you're dealing with the violence in cities. And we thank you, Lord God, that people are coming to the end of their sales. And just like you prophesied in your word and acts, Lord God, that um, your spirit is falling on your people, Lord God. Your young sons and daughters and our children, Lord God, are having visions and dreams of who you call them to be and how they can make impact and how they can make influence. They are not a lost generation. They are a generation that their heart's desire burns deep, and your desire for them burns deep. Their heart's desire burns deep. They hunger and thirst after righteousness. We declare that over our children today, that our children hunger and thirst after righteousness. And we declare, Father God, over our marriages today, that our marriages are being restored. And we declare over our husbands today, that they are godly men, that they are in position that they are king, priest, and prophet of their home. And if they've ever been spoken to in such a broken manner, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that you're healing and restoring their vision for family, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you're bringing us into all godliness and that we will not suffer from attention deficit disorder, Lord God, that we will place our our hope in you. We will put our trust in you, Lord God, that we will not... um, be moved to ungodly things, that we will not be distracted by the ways of this world, that we will be in this world, but not of this world, Lord God. I thank you, Jesus, you have given us holiness. I thank you, Holy Spirit, you are reminding us of who we are. Father God, I pray and thank you for health, good health this morning. That health is our reasonable portion, Lord God. We just drive out all manner of cancer, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Cancer of the livers, cancer of the eyes, cancer of the breast cancer of the throat, Lord God, brain tumors. We just drive them out right now in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you, Father God, that your power is being demonstrated, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for witty ideas and inventions. I thank you, Lord God, for however you have to do it, Lord God, that we are eradicating cancer, Lord God. I thank you for health as our reasonable portion. I thank you for sanctifying us and setting us apart. I thank you, Lord God, for our children, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for just their hearts, Lord God, in their minds as they go to school, that they will not be given over to a reprobate mind, Lord God, that they will stand out. And even if it means that they stand alone, that they stand bold for you. Give our children a new fervency, Lord God. Let their mind be the mind of Christ. Let their will be the will of God, Lord God. Let your power be demonstrated in their lives today. Father God, I pray for godly wives today, women who will honor you, Lord God, women who will submit to their husbands, Lord God. Father God, as they submit unto you, I thank you, Father God, that you're just resurrecting marriage and marriage is something sought after and marriage is something desired, Lord God. And your purpose is being seen, that marriage is of purpose, Lord God, not to fulfill our flesh, Lord God. Um, not so we're not lonely, Lord God, but that we begin to see marriage, Father God, as marriage being of purpose, Lord God. Continue to groom and grow uh, those of us that are single, Lord God. Father God, into a godly state so that we can represent you in our marriage. Lord God, let us gird ourselves with truth. Let our minds be the mind of Christ. Let our will be the will of God. Father God, I ask that you open up the eyes of our understanding for the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. And I thank you, Lord God, for daily bread. And I thank you, Father God. Uh, for finances, Lord God. Father God, you know, the bills we have to pay, We, you know, the circumstance, we're not going to chase after those things, Lord God. You know, the needs that we have that need to be met right now, you know, my own personal needs. So I thank you, Lord God, that you are opening up the window and pouring out a blessing on your people. I thank you, Lord God, that there'll be no more gaps or delays in our finances, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. You're giving more seed to the sower, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that there's 100% tithers and givers in the kingdom, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that we have full revelation of what it was like to be the church, Lord God, and and to support the work of the Lord, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. Provision is in our hands, open our eyes and our mind to see, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that your hand is not slack and our hand will not be slack either, and we will not be afraid. I thank you, Father God, that you have already provided food, clothing, shelter, that you have already opened doors of opportunities for those who need jobs and better jobs. I thank you, Father God, bills are being paid off, debts are being demolished, royalties are being received, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that as we bring our tithes into the storehouse so that there could be meat in your house Lord God um that you are providing for us Lord God that we are trying you and you are proving and we just thank you Lord God that we know you as healer spirit soul and body and Jesus we thank you we thank you for doing what we could not bear to do and we thank you Holy Spirit now Lord God open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus regulate our mind Woo! if you've been having mind battles And just say you've been struggling. Just ask the Lord, like, just regulate my mind. Ask him this morning, Lord, regulate my mind. Don't let my mind be all over the place, Lord God. Regulate my mind, Lord God. Just ask him, Lord, regulate my mind. You can ask God things like that. Lord, regulate my mind, Lord God, right? Um, The enemy is so swift and quick and what he loves to do at all times. His battle is in the head, right? His battle is in the head. It appears physical, it appears in the natural, but his battle is in the head. The enemy loves to battle us in our mind. So we thank you, Lord God, for regulating our minds. We thank you, Lord God, that our mind is the mind of Christ, Lord God, and we just worship you. Can we just, can we just worship him for just a few minutes? Lord God, we just worship you. We just bless your holy name. We just praise you. We just magnify you. We just glorify you. We just lift up the name of Jesus. We just thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your forgiveness. We ask that you forgive us, Father God, for any sin that we committed against you or anyone else. We just thank you for this community. We thank you, Father, Father God, for all that you're doing, Lord God, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, the enemy always loves if he's going to come to you with a deficit, he loves to come to you um, playing mind games. He loves for you not to know your identity in Christ Jesus. And right now, you know, we've been on this journey of understanding who we are in Christ, like knowing who we are, knowing who God has called us to be. Um, dealing with the things of the past that have created deficits in us. Woo! Come on, my God! Dealing with the things in the past that have the past that has created deficits in us. That um, when I mean deficit, it means it's a divot. It's like a hole. It's not that you're not the person, but there's holes and there's gaps. And usually, when there's holes and there's gaps, then it's filled with other things, right? but there's an identity that we have in Christ Jesus. There's a a person you are that you may not have discovered yet. Come on, y'all. There's a person that you are that you may have not discovered yet. Oh my God. Right. And so we just boldly, Lord, let me discover that person that I am, that I may not know yet. Right. Like you just, I just, The more that I've spent time with God, the more that I'm in his presence, the more that I'm learning to spend time in his word, because Hebrews 4 and 12 tells us that his word is live, It's active. It's sharper than any two edged sword. So the more time that I've spent time in his word, the more he reveals to me. What's not like him? I was commenting on a post of one of my cousins today. John 15 reminds us that God is divine and we are his branches, meaning we are an extension of God here on this earth, but that he has to constantly keep us in a state of pruning. My God, so that we stay humble, so that our identity is in him. Oh my God, you ought to put that in the comments today. My identity is in Christ Jesus. My identity cannot afford to be in anything else. Right. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about what's in a name this morning. Come on, deliver me, (laughs) deliver me, set me free, Lord God. What's in a name this morning? This morning I was, uh, the song by Tasha Cobbs was going on in my head. Um, you know, my name and, you know, I've, I've heard people um, you know, that's just a vain song, but it's not. Like God was so big and so significant in names. Like names were so important. Like when God was dealing um, with the children of Israel, name was so important. Your name had a lot to do with your identity. Your name had a lot to do with um, who you were, right? I taught a Uh, uh, a lesson not long ago about being a child of God and more than anything that I'm a child of God and that he calls me beloved and that he calls me chosen. But God gives us another name that um, is attached to also like the purpose of what he called us to do, right? And often we don't understand that because no one ever positioned us and described that there was a place come on y'all, that God would call us to, that would give us another identity in kingdom, right? And so there's some significance to who God calls you and what he says about you. Now, can I tell you something that I think um, loses us often is that we try to Instead of having or finding the identity in God, what we try to do is find the identity in the purpose or the call, but your identity is in Christ Jesus. And then the thing that God called you to do, come on y'all, to impact um, the kingdom of God for him while you're here on earth, that's your assignment, right? To draw others to Jesus Christ through your light that cannot be hidden through the seasoning that he puts on you. I think a lot of times we try to find our purpose in that. We think the purpose is associated with the name, but in all actually, in all actuality and truth, it's the thing that we're called to do, but we have to remember that we're chosen and we're called by. God, right? And so when it says he knows our name, he knows our name. Psalms 139, 16 is one of my favorite scriptures to put emphasis on. There are books written about us. You got to put that in your notes this morning. You may not have even understood that. Nobody may have even told you that God already wrote, wrote your books out, that God already predestined you, that God already chose you. And sometimes when we've not been on that path, and we don't understand that, right? Um, we won't get that. And then for those of us, can I just be real, real? Um, growing up, I was bullied Um Growing up, um, kids called me out my name. Um, I remember being called Big Bird. I remember being called White Girl. I remember uh, kids would chase me home. I remember one time somebody was so cruel and said to me, that's why your mama got raped by a white man. And so very early on, the enemy was trying to destroy Um, who God said I was and what God called me by replacing my positive, my true identity in Christ with um, negativity, (laughs) Like, like negativity very on this world, like this very on in this world, the enemy will try to assault you to replace what God has said about you with a negative identity. He works so hard so that you are confused about who you are. And the reason that he does that is so that when God does begin to call you, you will not feel worthy. Woo! I'm just going to be honest. He does it so that when God begins to call you, when, when, when the Holy Spirit is moving, when you accept your Jesus, remember Romans 8 tells us there's no condemnation in Jesus Christ. I need to accept that right there. But he does it so very on. Um, We get hooked. I was in an abusive relationship for like four years, and he would just demean me and dog me. That was the assignment of the enemy so that I couldn't see myself beyond the abuse, so that I couldn't see myself beyond the moment, right? That's the assignment of the enemy early on. Sometimes it comes through our mothers and fathers, Unfortunately, sometimes it comes through people at school. Sometimes um, it's the names that we call ourselves because we don't see the value of who we are in Christ Jesus, but who God said we are is really real, right? And so this morning, I just want to talk to, um, I just want to give you a little bit from Samuel, right? In hopes that restoring your hope that you understand that God has called you. Like God has called you. Like God has called you. And it's not about, it's not, I don't want to say it's not significant of what he calls you to. But like God calls you beautiful. God calls you important. God calls you chosen. But God connects you to a greater purpose. That's in yourself. So I want to give you. This is First Samuel, and this is sixteen. And God has been dealing with me a lot about David. And when we see David, um, this whole book—if you've never read First Samuel, you need to read it because all the different places that he was calling people to um, the part of their—they're um, part of this great plan, right? You see this all throughout this chapter, and then we get to this very significant moment where. God has rejected Saul, right? Because Saul was not honorable. That's the best way to put it. God has rejected Saul because Saul is not honorable. And God God is talking to Samuel, the priest, the prophet, and he is saying to them, I'm calling another, right? I'm calling another that's going to be king, right? And so he calls him in the first Samuel 16. He says, I'm rejecting Saul as Israel, and I need you to fill your horn with oil. Oh my God. This is so significant. I need you to fill your own with oil and I need you to go to Jesse's house in Bethlehem. Right. This is a shepherd's house. This is Bethlehem. And this is so significant because we know our precious Jesus would be in Bethlehem again. Right. And and Samuel and Samuel was scared. Right. Samuel is scared to obey God right now because he doesn't want Saul He's more concerned about Saul than he is God, just at first. I'm just going to be real. And you can attach your own self to this, like how we can be so more concerned about people than we will be about fulfilling our purpose and what God is called and what God has said about us and what God is calling us to in this season. And so this is what he says. He calls him. He tells him. He Tells him what to do. He um he he tells him to create a sacrifice, he tells them to go to Jesse, and then he says, I'm gonna show you what to do. And as I'm reading this, I'm like, Lord, you are so significant in your purpose when you've called us, when you call us to purpose, when you're designating us and showing us you have a plan, you will give us all the instructions. It's not that God is not speaking, it's that we've got to learn how to hear God, we've got to learn how to pause. We can't be afraid and in fear. Um, of what others think and what others say and how others feel, right? And so so Samuel is doing exactly what the Lord tells him to do. Um, He's coming to Jesse's house. He's talking to them about consecration, right? He um, consecrated Jesse's and his son and he's inviting them to the sacrifice, right? There's this whole production of what's about to happen. And There's a, um, there's a, sometimes an identity that we associate Shanquita with worth. Well, come on now, come on. I'm getting ready to help somebody this morning. I need you to hear me. There's an identity sometimes that we associate with worth. Come on, Lord, free us this morning. There's an identity sometimes that we associate with worthiness, especially if we've been plucked, especially if we've been pulled down especially if we've been demoralized, especially if we've been dogged out, especially if we've been talked about, there's an identity that we tend to associate with purpose, right? And because we associate a particular identity with purpose, Julia, what we'll do is begin to cancel ourselves out or not feel as if we're worthy or not feel as if, God has called us to do a particular thing or not feel as if God, we won't feel like, can I tell y'all something? I did not feel worthy of what God was asking me to do in ministry. I didn't. I was so broken. My identity was found in my degrees. My identity was found in my marriage. My identity was found in my motherhood. My identity was found in my past. I was so locked into so many other things That when God was saying to me, I'm calling you into ministry full time, right? I'm calling you into this position and place. I didn't feel worthy, right? And that's the whole plan and assault of the enemy, that you will not feel worthy of who God says you are or what God has called you into, right? And there's a particular image. We always feel like it's supposed to be like, we feel like there's a certain holiness that's supposed to be associated with people and we find ourselves in the house of jesse oh come on now we find ourselves in the house of jesse and he's looking at all of jesse's sons who are big who are strapping who have the stature who have the look of the king oh come on now have the look of the king doc come on jen had a look like had a look of the king right I, you, I didn't feel like I had a look of a preacher. <laughs> I didn't feel like I had the look to look to shepherd people, to lead people, to, to pour into people. I didn't feel like I'm, I don't look like everybody else. I don't act like everybody else, Londa. I don't think like everybody else, right? And here we see God in this position. Oh my gosh, we're almost out of time. And Samuel is looking to what he thinks looks right. Woo! my God. He's thinking to what he feels right. Looks right, right? He's he's ready to to anoint who he thinks looks right, and then this is what God says that's so significant to us today that I hope you get this impression into who God called you to be. He says, But the Lord said to Samuel, woo, seventh verse, first team, first, first Samuel 16, 7th verse, right? He says, But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance. Or at the height of his stature. Woo! Do not look at what you think he's supposed to look like, Kirby. Do not look at what you think he's supposed to, to look like, Renee. He said, do not look at the height of stature. He said, because i rejected him. That's not who I'm calling, right? He says, for the Lord sees. Oh, my God. I feel like I could preach hoop and run. He said, for the Lord sees. Woo! Thank you, Lord not as man sees julia the lord sees not as man sees the shannon the lord sees not as man sees londa the Lord sees not as man sees angela my god the lord don't see your past the lord ain't look at all my tattoos and say you know what she got one too many tattoos i'm not getting ready to call her because her tattoos cancel her out um he does not, he does not like he's not, I'm not looking at um, he's not looking at he didn't look. She she likes to change her hair color. She can't be called to preach the gospel because she likes to change her hair color. She can't be called to preach the gospel because she likes fashion. That is not what God sees. He says, I not I don't see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. It's your heart that draws you into purpose it's your heart that draws um that 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 draws you into the call on your life God often said God said David was a man after his own heart David has some characteristics that God was more interested in than his appearance um than his job as a shepherd boy come on y'all David has some other things that God significantly saw um, that God was interested in, that he would take and he would use and he would anoint David as king, right? And so when he anoints David as king, the presence of the Lord or the spirit of the Lord is with David. And that's the thing that we we need to pick the spirit. Like when the Lord anoints you, the spirit of the Lord is with you, Woo! When the Lord calls you to do something, the spirit of the Lord is with you. Human, human Humanity, man, our brokenness, ourselves will always try to cancel out the ultimate. So you got an ultimate identity and your ultimate identity is Christ Jesus. And then the particular doctor, Olympian, champion, uh, preacher, teacher, prophet, business owner, that thing that you that he's assigned you, the assignment he gives you on earth is still wrapped in your identity with Jesus Christ of who he calls you to be. And that's what God needs you to see. He's more interested in looking at your heart. So stop canceling yourself out because of, come on, the words that have been spoken over you um, because of what man says denotes um, what's prosperous in kingdom. Ain't prosperous in this world. I gotta go. What's prosperous in kingdom ain't prosperous in this world. What it looks like according to God's call and kingdom does not. This world will disqualify you when God qualifies you, when God calls you, when God anoints you. This world can call you out, cancel you out. And God is like, nope, 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 nope. I see your heart. And this is the heart that I need. That's going to get to my people. Come on, let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you for every person um, that's on this devotional this morning that you see our hearts. So creating us a clean heart and renewing us a steadfast spirit, God, so that we can do more for your glory. Oh, my God, remove from our eyes what we see. My God, that isn't according to what you see. Give us fresh perspective. Give us fresh vision. Open the eyes of our understanding so we see ourselves how you see us, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for seeing our heart and not seeing as man sees. In Jesus' name, amen, right? In Jesus' name, Amen. Right. We're not canceling ourselves in our season. Um, The Lord is so faithful to call us what he has called us to see us, how he sees us. And he's so interested in what you have in your heart. Lord, I thank you for your word today. Now I want to do extend this invitation. I got to tell you something. I could not find my identity until I found Jesus. And I was a church girl. I was in church all my life. I'm just going to be honest. I was in church all my life. I was brought up in church. I was raised in church. I come from um, a line of preachers. um, And it really wasn't until my identity, until I really accepted Jesus Christ. And I was baptized at eight. I tell y'all my story all the time. But I really didn't come to know Jesus until I was 27. um, Because before then, my identity was so tied into what this world thought and said. And when I would come to know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, Just like you were drawn here today, the Lord drew me to a place and I was sitting in church and I'm like, Lord, I want to rededicate my life and I want to give my life back to you because there's so much more to me than I've been living and that I've been doing. And maybe that's you. Maybe the Lord has called you to a place where you've recognized there's so much more to me than how I've been living and how I've been doing. Maybe you need to rededicate yourself this morning. Maybe this is the first time that you're going to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, right? Because we're born in sin. We're sinners, right? And the exchange Jesus made for us was he was bruised for our iniquities. He was chastised for our peace. He took it all to the cross so that we didn't have to bear this mark of sin. And so when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you get a brand new, fresh identity. And that's when I begin to discover who I was and discover who my purpose is. So if that's you this morning, I want you to repeat after me, right? Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email to info at just And what I'm going to do is guess what? I'm going to send you a Bible and I'm going to send you some other materials because I want to make sure that you're properly discipled and you're not in this journey alone. Because as soon as you make that decision, I'm not going to lie to you, the enemy is coming hot and he's going to try to convince you that you made a A fluffy decision. This is a fluffy decision. You don't have to do all that, but I'm telling you, it's the best decision um, that I ever, ever made. Second thing that I'm going to just put it out there for you. If the Lord calls you and says, hey, I want you to partner with this ministry, our partners is how we continue to get the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. Go to lmjministries.org. You can give there. You can give a seed offering. You can um, become a monthly partner. You can do whatever it is. Um, and you can find out all the way we put your dollars back. We use some on our ministration, but you, all the ways we put your dollars back in our, our communities throughout the world, not just in Arkansas, you can find out that too. You can also subscribe to get our do- devotional. I want to tell you something, ladies, tonight is Ladies Bible Study. Tuesday night, 7 p.m., live in person, 300 River Market, number 105. And then tonight via Zoom um, at 7 p.m., join us for Ladies Bible Study. I don't want you to miss this. And then Saturday also, there's a prayer call. Hey, Pillow Talk, the weekend edition, October the 13th to 16th. I want to see you there if the Lord places on your heart. We're splitting the cost. There's going to be about 15, 16, 17 of us in the house. We're going to split the cost between us. The fee, the rate is online. I want you to get in there. I want you to get registered if God is speaking to you. And we're just going to spend a weekend being refreshed and restored and letting God do a deeper work on our heart. I love you. God loves you. Thank you for joining us at our new time at 6 a.m. Tuesday, a Monday replay. Monday's Tuesday through Friday. Saturday, we have our prayer call. I just truly believe God is doing something so significant for us in this season. So I hope you're going to be back here in the morning, but I need you to do me a favor. I want you to go be loved today. I want you to let someone else experience. Thank you for saying that, Tammy, being a partner with this ministry. Thank you for saying that, Tammy. I really appreciate you. Um, I want you to go be loved today. Somebody else needs to experience God's love, and the only way they're going to experience it. Um, is through you. I need to tell y'all, thank you for your partnership. Thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all for praying for my son, Josiah. Many of you know he had surgery a couple of weeks ago. Um, It's been a really big deal, but I'm watching his spirit become uplifted because of your prayers, because of your encouragement, because of your support. Today, we go see the doctor prayerfully, the sutures and the stitches come out so that we can go to the next phase of this um, process. Thank you for I'm um, praying my strength. I'm not going to cry. So many of you have checked on me and just like, how are you in this? And this has been such a hard season in my life. It has uh, since November. It's been hard. Uh, January through June was hard. I really fought depression. Oh, I'm just being honest with y'all. I don't mind being transparent. Um, um, I really fought depression. I really fought so many different things. Uh, but God's continued to be steadfast. And I know it's because of the community community that I'm a part with. And if you're not a part of a community, you need to become a part of a community. You need to stay connected because in community is where my life has changed. Um, We will lift up your brother cousin in prayer. Father God, we thank you for Kelly's brother cousin and that you're doing. Please lift up the Robinson family. I'm not going to share more than that because I don't know what they've released, but just lift up the Robinson family this morning as well. I love you. God loves you. I'll see you back in the morning live at five, live at six. I almost said live at five. We're sipping at six. As Josiah said, we sipping coffee, sipping tea at six. See you back in the morning at six. I love you so much. God loves you even more. Love, peace, and blessing. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.